Welcome to a special Sumner County High School Sports presentation. Live and streaming worldwide at WHINradio.com. It's Gallatin High School Basketball. WHIN Radio, your local Sumner County High School sports broadcast leader. Now let's get ready for tonight's game. to the Green Wave Network where Gallatin hosts Stewart's Creek in what should be a fun non-district battle. Coach Bobby Luna honored for Gallatin victory number 500 prior to tonight's game, halftime of the girls game. That game has gone final. Stewart's Creek, your winner over the late wave. Next up, the boys. Austin, it's been a couple days since I've seen you, but a lot of festivities tonight. How you been? How you been doing this past couple days? Yeah, Zach, been, uh, been good and enjoyed that, that ladies game that we just watched. Went down to the wire. Gallatin had a chance to to win it with 0.3 seconds on the clock with at, at the charity stripe and unfortunately we missed two free throws but other than that there's been a lot of uh, energy and a lot of excitement leading up to this game after that win at Hunter's Lane knowing what tonight was going to bring with Coach Luna uh, and, and a good competition against Stewart's Creek last year that we played him last year uh, I think it's going to be a good one again tonight. Absolutely crowd obviously came out to support uh, not only Coach Luna, but both of these basketball teams. You look at the student section, it's from top to bottom. You look at the homes crowd, it's filling up. You've got the top row starting to fill up as well. And, of course, Stewart's Creek brought a little bit of fans as well. So very much looking forward to this non-district action between these two clubs. You mentioned that they played last year. I was going to say, this is not a matchup that we see too often. So anxious to kind of see how Stewart's Creek can help us get better as we move forward. Austin? Yeah, usually a lot of teams that we play, we do a home and home. And, home, and this is a series that we don't do home and home. And last year it was a very physical battle. Uh, go back to the girls' game. The girls last year lost by one point as well, and tonight yeah. they lost by one. Um, so last year the boys against Storch Creek, what I talked to Coach Luna this week about this game is they're, they're very fast, they're very physical. They don't really play any post players. Uh, they got a couple guys that are 6'4", but they play them as guards. They're going to push the, push the pace a lot. They're going to try to get up and down the floor quick. They're not going to set up their offense much in half court. They're just going to try to, to – beat us with, with speed and getting up and down the court, but uh, I, I know these guys have been prepared for this. They're they're in shape, and I know that's what they've been practicing since Tuesday is getting ready for this big matchup tonight. It was a whirlwind of a pregame. I tried to get into, got, tried to talk to Coach Luna, uh, but between his festivities, my festivities, trying to get set up, running through technical difficulties with tonight's broadcast, just did not get a chance to speak with him pregame. But one of the things I wanted to ask him, and obviously, Austin, you can try to answer this to your best of your ability, but you know, what's it been like for his players? Everyone knows kind of what's been at stake the past couple weeks for this basketball team, not only trying to get to 500 at Gallatin, but now also trying to get to 600 career victories overall. How much does he steer into that skid? How, if, is it talked about at all? 
do these players even know about it? If they do know about it, how are they handling that pressure? I would have loved to ask him about that pregame. Yeah, that definitely been a good question to ask him, and I can answer it some, but I, I really can't answer it truthfully. But today at warm-ups and throughout the week, it didn't seem like it was a big, yes, it's a big moment, but nothing that's going to distract them. Yes. Uh, you, you know Coach Luna, and you know he's been probably preaching to them all week that it's just another game. They've still got games to win, games to play. But today leading up to it, you know, there wasn't really much talk by the players about this happening. Obviously there was talk around the school, but I, I think they're locked in. They're ready to go. They know that his mentality is that he wants them locked in to get ready for this game and to go out and perform like we have the past couple of games. Of course, coming off the big victory over Hunter's Lane on Tuesday, where Coach Luna, again, got victory number 500. We, we were going to get stats, but then Coach Luna texted me a couple days ago and said, hey, we had some problem with our Hunter's Lane film. We weren't able to get any stats. But uh, just from my, that game, Austin, it felt like the only time Hunter's Lane had any kind of real threat was in that third quarter out, out of the locker room. We mentioned being up by 21, how sometimes that, there can be a lull coming out in the third quarter. But, you know, that game never really felt like it was in doubt, Austin. Yeah, it didn't. And especially when you have a guy like DeCosta Ricks who, who scored 29 and he had 20, 20 in the first in the first half. So it was it was a game where we mentioned early that we were hoping to see a lot of younger guys get some minutes, and, and we did, which was good. And, and those games are nice to have when you can get out ahead early, you secure the victory. And I know we didn't have the, the best third quarter as they – Sort of had a, a little run towards us, but other than that, the Hunter's Lane game was, was well and excited to see these guys get back after it and see if the Costa Ricks can, can run a part two to that. Just our second home game this season. Of course, we were not here for the Hall of Fame Classic where Gallatin got two wins over uh, their, their opponents that came into town. So just our second home game tonight of the season. So it's a little bit weird being here at home, but uh, we're up top. We're up around the, the second floor of the gymnasium. We talked about it last week. We like being up, we like being up high. Kind of gives us this different angle, this different view of the basketball game. But as far as what we're looking for tonight, Austin mentioned how they don't really play a lot of post players. They like to run a lot of five out. Um, this is a game where Logan Hans Logan Hansen can dominate. Um, you know, his big body, or Logan Hessen, excuse me, 6'4", 200 pounds, uh, his big body, he can dominate down low. He's shown that his ability that not only can he get it done offensively but on the glass as well. So I look for Logan Hessen to have a big game. Kamari Watkins kind of continue his stellar play. You know, DeCosta Ricks is always going to be who we who we think we can count on each and every game. So he's kind of a he's kind of a given. Maxwell Mooney, he's been playing well. So, you know, this Stewart's Creek team, they don't have a lot of size. They don't like to play down low. I look for Coach Luna to try to take advantage of that with his big guys down low. He's got some size. And uh, for once, maybe he can take advantage of that in the painted in the painted area on the low block, Austin. Yeah, with with Logan Hessen and Kamari Watkins and uh, Maxwell Moore, um, I, I believe we have the advantage. And and Maxwell Moore has played well the past couple games with with getting on the glass and getting some boards and averaging about eight points. So excited to see these bigs play and 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 get after it. And I I feel like this may be our toughest matchup that we have seen yet outside of Siegel. So, and that was the first game of the season, so I'm anxious to see how well we have progressed in the six games after we've played Siegel and see how we match up against the big guys. Now, they don't have any six, seven kids like Siegel did, but, you know, they're going to be fast and physical. So, uh, I hope we're ready for it, and I think we are, and it's going to be a fun one tonight. 
I think they're going to try to do a lot of out jumping uh, the Green Wave tonight. So if they can get butt on body and box out, I think they stand a really good chance to win the Battle of the Boards. This Stewart's Creek team, they're in Region 7 with uh, Lebanon, the same district as Lebanon. So uh, kind of running our running our way through that district uh, this preseason before we get into district play, which, of course, starts uh, in the new year, January of 2024. But first, we, of course, got this big non-district matchup between the Gallatin Green Wave and the Stewart's Creek uh, Red Hawks as both teams kind of warming up on their ends of the floor. Coach Bobby Luna and the Stewart's Creek coach meeting at the mid-court mid stripe as they talk about pregame what, you know, kind of has – I always wonder what coaches talk about Austin kind of in the pregame because it's it's a lot of – in the back of your mind, it's like we're about to do battle. We're about to go against one another. I've always kind of wondered what coaches kind of talk about in that pregame meeting. Yeah, and obviously it's different in every sport. You have pregame meetings in, in football, baseball, basketball, and, and my sport, coaching baseball, it's probably the most lax conversation that you have. There's not really an atmosphere like you have here or on the football field, but – you know, if you know the guy, it's usually catching up with them or, or telling them what you've struggled with early in the season. It's, it's not spooling any secrets because each team has film on everybody. So it's some of it's talking about the matchup, I'm assuming, but some of it's just talking about the history and not like tonight. It's probably congratulating Coach Luna on his 500th career win and, and having the, the court given in, to his name. So, But I would like to be a fly on a wall or a fly on a chest in that matter to – to exactly hear what they say because anything Coach Luna says, it's it's valuable to uh, these people at, at Gallatin High School. You know, Austin, I was looking at the schedule, including tonight, 19 games remaining in the regular season. Coach Luna just needs 10 to get to 600. So you'd like to think that, you know, that's a real achievable asset this year. So uh, just about five minutes away from tip-off here at Gallatin High School as the Green Wave get ready to take on Stewart's Creek. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Green Wave Network on WHINradio.com. Gallatin High School as your Green Wave 
gets set to take on the Stewart's Creek Redhawks here in about two minutes and 50 seconds. Joining me as always, Austin Miller. Let's go down your Gallatin administration list real quick before game time tonight. Of course, Bobby Luna entering his 34th season as head coach, 29th year at Gallatin High School. Assistant coaches Chris Goo, JoJo Smith, and Zach Blindauer. Managers Micaiah Haskins and Kylie Whitaker. Trainer Trevor Cubbins. Clockman Bill Davis. Bookkeeper Mr. Rob Hosier. PA Tim Miner. Principal Dr. Ron Becker. Assistant principals Johnny Anderson, Julia Coots, Jason French, and Crystal Miller. And athletic directors Jason French and Mr. Philip Sanders. Austin over there carefully taking notes. I believe he's getting the Stewart's Creek uh, roster ready for us. Greatly appreciate him doing so as we, again, just a few minutes away from tip-off here at Gallatin High School. Green Wave making their way toward the bench. Stewart's Creek getting a few more shots up before this clock, which is now under two minutes, goes off. Austin, what you finding over there? You know, I'm just trying to help you out with, appreciate with, that. with first and last names and numbers and, and grades, so... You know, I'm, I'm just I'm just doing my due diligence to help you out, brother. I appreciate that. Could not do. You wouldn't understand. I mean, it, it. You wouldn't believe how much help you've given me this year so far, Austin. Doing your stats and doing everything else. You know, doing football this year. A lot of times I didn't have that, and uh, it just made things really difficult. Uh, but with you, man, you've made you've made things so much easier on me, and I I greatly appreciate that, man. Well, you know, we we done this once for a middle school football game, and. We kind of hit it off there, and yep. and and we both have tons of interest in the sport. And when you've got two guys like us doing it, it just it just seems right, and it seems like it comes natural. And I uh, appreciate the opportunity, and I hope we can carry on this opportunity for for years to come. And and I feel like we've we've got a good little duo going as as we do these games on the radio. Absolutely, well said. Is this clock? Under 45 seconds until tip here. Both teams now finally at their bench. Stewart's Creek, of course, will be introduced first to this crowd, this pro Gallatin crowd. Gallatin doing a really good job showing up and showing out for their student athletes tonight. As I mentioned, the home side all but full. And the top deck starting to fill out on both sides. And then, of course, Stewart's Creek doing a really good job of bringing some, fr bringing some fans from Rutherford County. Cheerleaders starting to form the tunnel where their where their classmates will run out of. Here at Jerry Vradenberg Gymnasium, we mentioned the second time here this season. Did not broadcast the Hall of Fame games at the start of the year, so we've been mostly on the road, but excited to be back here on Bobby Luna Court. J.J. Odom introduced for Stewart's Creek. Going to run down the Red Hawks roster as they are introduced. Cam Nelson, number zero, as well as Makai Shaw and Jerry Taylor. And closing out the starting lineup for Stewart's Creek, number 24, Sean Goggins. wonder if that's David Goggins' son. You're going to get me giggling today. No. I'm anxious to see what joke I, you got for I a basket. I don't have anything tonight, man. I, I don't. I don't. I didn't prep anything. Uh, you'll come up with something. Gallatin Green Wave lineup starting to be introduced. Looks like R.J. Crenshaw, Logan Hessen, Costa Ricks, Kamari Watkins. And I think that's Traverius Reed down there. 
is your starting lineup tonight here as Gallatin and Stewart's Creek set to tip off here in just a few moments. R.J. Crenshaw likely to be the man jumping up for Gallatin and then jumping up for Stewart's Creek, Mr. Sean Goggins. Here we go, Zach. To all our fans, wherever you're listening to, it's basketball time in Gallatin. Ball's up. Stewart, Stewart Creek wins the tip, and we are off as Micah Shaw brings this ball into the front court. And Redhawks quickly call for the illegal screen. First turnover of the game. Of the game, puts the ball in Kamari Watkins' hands there on the sideline and gets it into DeCosta Ricks. Ricks throws up the offense. Little hip high dribble into the front court. Ricks takes a screen from Watkins, top of the key, gets to the corner, kicks it over to Traverius Reed. Reed back to Ricks along the perimeter. Or excuse me, Watkins. Watkins backdoor cut to Ricks. Ricks dishes off to Crenshaw. Crenshaw has to pull it back out, gets it to Ricks. Ricks to Watkins, top of the key, swings it up down to Reed. Reed to Hessen on the low block. One dribble. Tries to get it to Watkins. Can't end up in the hands of R.J. Crenshaw in the corner. Crenshaw, one dribble, has to kick it out to Ricks. Ricks resets. Wants a screen. Uses a screen. Kicks out to R.J. Crenshaw in the corner for three. Good. Knockdown. R.J. Crenshaw connects. And the green wave out to a 3 nothing lead. Stewart's Creek into the front court. Working right side. Going back left. Long the perimeter. Top of the key. Trying to drive. Kicks. Gets to the cup. Right-handed layup, no good. Rebounds loose, pulled down by Hessen. Hessen over to Ricks. Ricks into the front court. He's going to attack the cup. Throws up the left-hand shot. Up and in. Nice drive. Members bounce. Gallatin five. Stewart's Creek nothing. 6.47 and counting. Shaw into the front court. Wants a screen. Uses a screen. Can't get past his defender. Stewart's Creek along the perimeter. Thought about a three. Kicks it back out. Right side. Trying to work middle. Instead, kicks it out, far right corner, three, no good, rebound, pulled down by Stewart's Creek. Back out, resetting the, their offense, over into the corner for three, Stewart's Creek, that ball is no good, pulled down again by the Red Hawks. Loose ball foul is the call. Got to get used to these Red Hawk names. Yeah, and so far, like I mentioned in pregame, they don't really have any post play. They're all yeah. staying around the perimeter, so our defensive guys are, you've got Logan Hessen got, guarding the guy out on the perimeter, so it's going to take some getting used to for this Gallatin team. Shaw gets it out to Nelson, top of the key. Nelson works to the elbow to his teammate, gets it over to the corner. He wants a three contested. It's good. Gallatin quickly into the front court. DeCosta Ricks kicks it over to Reed in the corner. Reed looking for his teammate down low. Instead has to reset top of the key to the perimeter to Ricks. Between the circles over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw along the perimeter back to Reed. Reed, one dribble, pull up, three-pointer, no good, rebounds loose, pulled down by DeCosta Ricks. Ricks to the free throw line, throws up the shot, no good, rebound pulled down by Stewart's Creek, loose ball foul on Crenshaw is the call. Crenshaw can't believe it. Just looked like two guys going to the ball aggressively, and R.J. Crenshaw being a bigger guy just bodied him a little, a little too much, but not a bad job so far by the green wave of, of getting on the offensive glass and, and giving us a se second chance at a missed basket. Stewart's Creek going to inbound it to Shaw. Shaw hip high dribble into the front court. Now into a jog. Wants a screen. Takes a screen. Top of the key. Now works near perimeter. Wants another screen. Instead goes baseline. Can't get past his defender. DeCosta Ricks throws it away. Then throws it off of him. 
What a play by DeCosta Ricks. A little three-on-three -three crime, Austin. Very good defense right there. Poked his hand at it, got the steal. It was going out of bounds. DeCosta Ricks grabs it and knocks it off of his leg. Very good job. Watkins gets it inbounds to Reed, and Reed tosses it back to Ricks. Ricks, no pressure, just going to hip-high dribble into the front court. Ricks gets it up to Hessen along the perimeter. Hessen over to Watkins. Watkins back to Ricks. Far perimeter. Kicks it back over to Reed. Reed, there's a loose ball foul on Stewart's Creek. Correct call there as number three, Micah Shaw, just came in and put an elbow into the shoulder blade. Yeah, good job by Kamari Watkins setting the screen there and just holding himself and being a big body right there and, and taking the blow. Traverius Reed going to inbound from underneath his own basket. Reed looking for a teammate. Can't get find anybody. Has to get it in. Throws it up. Pulled down by DeCosta Ricks. Nearly knocked away. Ricks breaks down to the defender. Gets to the cup. Right-hand layup. No good. But the foul. DeCosta Ricks doing a good job breaking his defender down there getting for the right-handed layup. Yeah, being a little shifty and groovy right there. From up here, we could see there was just a very narrow path between those two defenders, and, and somehow he found his way in between them and drew the foul. Ricks going to the free throw line to shoot two. First free throw. Up. And good. Gets a couple daps up from Hessen and Moore. Isaiah Barr wants to check in for the Greenway for the first time this evening. Going to give Ricks a breather. Ricks, second free throw. Two dribbles, a spin, another dribble. Up. And good. Isaiah Barr checking in. Nope, for Kamari Watkins. Stewart's Creek going to inbound it to Shaw. Shaw is going to be picked up at the half court, striped by DeCosta Ricks. Shaw wants a screen top of the key. He uses it, gets it into the corner. Another screen, frees him for the three. It's up and good. Nice shot there from Cam Nelson, connecting from long range. 7-6 ball game, 4.56 and counting. DeCosta Ricks, no pressure, just going to walk it into the front court. Left side, kicks it over to Isaiah Barr. Barr wants a screen, uses a screen, works to the middle, gets it over to Maxwell Moore. Moore has that ball poked away. Stewart's Creek on the fast break, attacks with the layup, up and good. Jerry Taylor with the steal and the coast-to-coast -coast finish, and Stewart's Creek has his first lead of the game. DeCosta Ricks into the front court, kicks it over to Traverius Reed along the perimeter. Reed trying to go down low, can't get it down low, and said kicks it over to Isaiah Barr. Bar back to Ricks. Ricks to Moore. Moore in the corner along the perimeter. Has to throw, nearly throws it away, but instead collected by Bar. Bar in trouble. Fouled on the play. He got bailed out there, Austin. Yeah, he did. He was in trouble. Double team at the at the top of the key, and he had a he had some dribbles to make, but he didn't he didn't make the dribble. So Stewart's Creek, or excuse me, uh, Gallatin going to inbound in front of the Stewart's Creek bench. Maxwell Moore kicks it over to Traverius Reed in the backcourt. Reed going to walk it into the front court. Kicks it over to Logan Hessen along the perimeter. Hessen working middle. Gets it to DeCosta Ricks, left-handed layup. Ricks throws it up, no good. Way to attack the basket there from DeCosta Ricks. Yeah, strong move right there to go up with his offhand with the left and just draw the foul. And another chance for DeCosta Ricks at two free ones from the line. Rick's first free throw is up and good. 4.03 left, 8-8 eight, eight ball game. If you're just now joining us, Gallatin jumped out to a 3-0 lead and it's kind of been back and forth ever since. Rick's second free throw up and good. 9-8 ball game. Gallatin, 4.03 left in the first quarter. Stewart's Creek going to work into the front court. 
Good deal on the perimeter in front of the Galton baseline. Kicks it down low. Nice pass. Little layup. Wide open. Good. Nice ball movement there from Stewart's Creek, who reclaims their lead 10-9. Traverius Reed into the front court. Kicks it over to Maxwell Moore. Moore over to Ricks. Far corner. Gives it back to Barr. Barr back to Moore, top of the key. Swings it over to Reed. Reed trying to get it down low. Can't instead. Kicks it over to Ricks, who gives it to Moore. Moore back to Reed. Reed loses it. One dribble. Tries to work middle. Can't get middle. Instead has to pull it out and give it back to Barr. Barr getting it down low to Logan Hessen. Nice pass, Isaiah Barr. As Logan Hessen with a nice finish. 11-10, Gallatin. Stewart's Creek quickly into the front court. They've been met with a little half-court trap. Stewart's Creek along the perimeter. Working. Little 1-3-1 zone trap defense from Gallatin. Stewart's Creek open three. Up and no good. Pulled down by Moore. Moore over to Ricks. Ricks wants to push ahead to Hessen. Hessen running the break. Throws it up and in. Logan Hessen running the floor and gets rewarded as Gallatin out to a 13-10 lead. Stewart's Creek into the corner. Throws it down low. Ball thrown away. Picked off by Ricks. Ricks behind the back. Attacking glass. Goes up for the right-handed layup. No good. Pulled down by Stewart's Creek. Loose ball foul on Hessen there. No, very good job by Logan Hessen of being a bigger guy and pushing the court and getting down there before anybody else and wide open, wide open layup for, for the big man. You know, that's something that they've done really well the last two games, Austin, is the big men running rim to rim. Kamari Watkins was repaid a lot on Tuesday. Now you see Logan Hessen early getting the payment. So really good job there from the Green Wave bigs to run rim to rim. Stewart's Creek into the backcourt, surveying this 1-3-1 half-court defense. Into the front court, looking, surveying, trying to figure out how to attack it along the perimeter. They get it into the corner, trying to get it down low. Instead, they throw it away. Kamari Watkins with the steal. Watkins has to pull it out, puts it into the hands of Traverius Reed. Reed into the front court, going to attack basket, left-handed layup, throws it up, throws it in. Nice take. Stewart's Creek quickly into the front court. They want to push along the perimeter. Gallatin doing a really good job defensively. Stewart's Creek can't get much anything going. They get it around the short corner, get it down low, but it's knocked loose. Kamari Watkins fighting. They call a jump ball, possession arrow to Gallatin. Really good defense here, Austin. Very good defense. The last couple games, you and I have praised our defensive pressure in the other teams, and we've been playing man-to-man. Tonight we're playing zone, and it looks like Stewart's Creek is, is definitely having some struggles uh, playing against the zone. You know, anytime you're playing high school basketball, Austin, it, let's be honest. These kids, they're used to playing against man-to-man defense. And a lot of times, that's the only defense that they see. That's the only defense that they play. So if a coach, if a team hits somebody with a quick zone, hits them with the half-court press, full-court press, a lot of times they, sh- they they shrink up because they're not used to seeing it. And Gallatin, I think, doing a really good job of taking advantage of the Stewart's Creek team here late in this first quarter. Yeah, not a lot of high schools run a zone defense because not a lot of high schools know how to run it properly. Right. They know how to, once somebody traps somebody, the, the demand down low has to guard the guy on the wing and vice versa. But Galton so far has done a very good job of defending in the zone, and it's created three turnovers on the last four possessions. Maxwell Moore going to inbound for Galton. Into DeCosta Ricks' hands. Ricks, again, picked up by nobody, so he's just going to slow walk this one into the front court. Kicks it over to Kamari Watkins. Watkins to Moore. Ends up back in the hands of Ricks. Ricks surveying. Going to have to pull it back out between the circles over to Moore. Moore back to Ricks. A little hot potato action between number three and number 20. 
Ricks wants a screen, uses a screen, tripped up by Stewart's Creek, and the foul is the call. DeCosta Ricks is, is a hard guy to defend as he's very quick and shifting. He's a very good ball handler. Uh, the Red Hawk defender just didn't give Ricks any room to move right there, and that's going to be a foul every time. Ricks, first free throw, 4 of 4 coming into this one, up and good. Now 5 of 5 for DeCosta Ricks as Devontae Harris checks. Is it Devonta or Devontae? Devontae. Devontae, okay. And I'm going to wait to say something after DeCosta Ricks shoots his free throw. Ricks, two dribbles, a spin, another dribble, sets, fires up, and bounces in. Radio jinx is a true thing, so I didn't want to jinx it, but good <laughs> job DeCosta started the season 55%. He is up to almost 70% at the free throw line now. Stewart's Creek into the front court, but barely. They've been hit with the trap. He gets out of it just barely, getting it over to the left side. Now they swing it back right side. Stewart's Creek out near the volleyball line. Get along the perimeter. Wild pass corralled down low. Ball knocked, knocked out of bounds by Maxwell Moore. If they're not going to be able to do anything with the ball on the offensive end, if I'm Coach Luna, I'm staying in this zone as long as I can until they find a way to break it. Stewart's Creek going to inbound from underneath their own basket. Shaw going to kick it out to Odom. Odom back to Shaw in the corner. Shaw wants a screen, uses a screen. Kicks it back to the corner. Shaw over to Odom. Odom back to Shaw between the circles. Has to pull it out to the volleyball line guarded by DeCosta Ricks. Shaw over to his teammate in front of the Gallatin bench. Wants another screen top of the key. He uses it. Gets to the cup. Right-handed. Throws up a wild shot. No good. No foul. Let him play on. DeCosta Ricks quickly into the front court. Going to attack basket behind the back pass. That's I know Coach Luna isn't going to be ex happy about that one. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, he's coming. He, he grabbed Tavarius Reed real quick and got him off. And, you know, if, if the pass would have would have happened, good job. You know, there's only 42 seconds left. Let DeCosta get a swig of water and, and get back out there to start the second quarter. Stewart's Creek into the front court. Trying to attack middle. Instead, having to stay it along the perimeter. Odom in front of the Gallatin bench. Swings it to his teammate. A lot of swinging action along the perimeter for Stewart's Creek. Gallatin doing a really good job defensively, as we've been saying. Redhawks in the corner. Loose ball foul is the call in the low block on Devontae Harris. Speaking of Devontae Harris, he's getting some time here in the first quarter. And, you know, that's probably props to him having a 26-point performance in the JV game today before okay. the girls played. So props to him on doing that and, and earning some minutes here in, in the first quarter. Shaw going to kick it in to his teammate. Top of the key is Jamison. Another loose ball foul on the low block. Again on Devontae Harris. That's two quick fouls on number 11. You know, I was praising him three seconds ago, but I was praising his offense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, it goes both ways. Maybe at the varsity level they need him for defense, but uh, a smaller guy guarding a bigger guy down low is, is not going to result well almost every time. Micah Shaw shooting two free throws for the Red Hawks. First free throw bounces in. Members roll. As Gallatin leads by six with 12.6 seconds left in the first quarter. Shaw, one dribble, up and in. 17-12, 12 seconds left in this first quarter. Green Wave get the ball inbounds to Javarius Reed. Reed met at the half-court stripe. 
Kicks it over to Devonta Harris. Harris down low to Kamari Watkins. Watkins backdoor pass. Ends up in the hands of Isaiah Barr. Oh, in and out, Isaiah Barr. And that's going to do it for the first quarter as Gallatin leads 17-12. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Green Wave Network on whinradio.com. Gallatin High School as your Green Wave leads 17 to 12 after the first quarter. Austin. Zach. Nice little run there to end the first quarter. I know DeCosta Ricks out of bounds pass, maybe put a damper on the end of the quarter, but I like the way Gallatin closed out that first eight minutes. Yeah, very much so. And 17 points on the first quarter is the most we have scored all year, so it's a good job to the Green Wave offense. Stewart's Creek, free throw line extended along the perimeter. Working is Shaw. Shaw to Odom, just swinging it to each each other. Odom working back to the middle, back to Shaw along the volleyball line. Shaw over to Odom in the corner. Odom back to Shaw. Shaw gets to the free throw line. Tries to kick it down low and said throws it away. Ends up in the hands of the Costa Ricks. Ricks left side, kicks it down low to Kamari. Watkins, Watkins up and in. Beating everybody down the floor once again. Shaw inbounding it. Going to walk it into the front court. R.J. Crenshaw waiting for him at the midcourt strike. Shaw kicks it over to Nelson. Nelson along the perimeter. Little 18-footer pulls up. No good. Rebound. Pulled down by Ricks. Ricks wants to run. He's got numbers if he wants it. Pulls up. Free throw line extended. Up. No good. Rebound. Got by Ricks. Left-handed layup. Good. Ricks got his own offensive rebound and went back up for two. Gallatin, 21-12. Stewart's Creek quickly into the front court. Long three. No good. Pulled down by Reed. Loose ball foul on Odom is the call. That's why they teach you in youngest level of basketball, follow your shot. And that's what the Costa Ricks did there as he followed his own shot and got an offensive rebound and a, an easy layup. Maxwell Moore going to inbound for the green wave. Again, the Costa Ricks walking it into the front court. No one going to meet him in the back court. So he's fine with a hip-hop dribble. Logan Hessen screen, top of the key. He's going to use it. Gets it over Traverius Reed in the corner. Reed going to drive baseline. A little runner. Good. Nice move. Traverius Reed working baseline. Throws up a little four-footer. Touches the bottom of the net. Gallatin up 23-12. Another steal. DeCosta Ricks into the front court quickly. Gets it up to Maxwell Moore. Moore back to Ricks. Thought about a three. Instead, gives it short corner to Moore. Moore pulls it out. Ends up in the hands of Traverius Reed. Reed looking over to Ricks. Ricks to Crenshaw. Crenshaw. Hessen to Ricks along the perimeter. Ricks uses the screen, top of the key. Kicks it to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw getting away with a walk there. Kicks it back out to Logan Hessen. Hessen skip pass to Ricks in the corner for three. No good. Rebound pulled down by Stewart's Creek. Red Hawks into the front court quickly. In front of the Gallatin benches Odom. He swings it over to the other side of the court. Stewart's Creek nearly throwing it away. Trying to work toward the middle. 
Loose ball foul on Gallatin, on Traverius Reed. Can you tell I don't know these Stewart's Creek kids' names, Austin? <laughs> it takes you a little bit of time, and uh, my chicken scratch, I don't know if you could read it. No, it's fine. It's just, you know, I'm not used to not used to seeing their numbers and their names. Right, yeah. We're, you, you, Whereas Gallatin, I have memorized at this point. <laughs> right, or if we play a team more than once in a season, we tend to yeah. at least recall. Stewart's Creek wants a three top of the key. They don't get a three. Rebound pulled down by Maxwell Moore. Going to hand it off to DaCosta Ricks. Ricks quickly to Traverius Reed in the corner for three. Good. Money. Traverius Reed connects from long range. And Gallatin up by 14. Stewart's Creek quickly into the front court. And they get the right-handed circus layup for two. Trimming this deficit to 12. Ricks into the front court. Kicks it over to Reed in the corner. Reed. Over to Moore, top of the key along the volleyball line. Over to Ricks. Ricks wants a three. Doesn't get a three. Rebound pulled down by Stewart's Creek. In the arms of Taj Robinson. Robinson trying to attack Cup. Gets away with the travel. travel. Into the corner for three. No good. Pulled down by Ricks. Ricks going to jog this one into the front court. Looking for the call from Coach Luna. Along the, between the circles at the volleyball stripe. Gets it over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw wants a screen from Moore. Kicks it over to Moore. Moore driving toward Block. the basket. Blocking is the call. Good call there, Austin, as kid from Stewart's Creek. I believe that is Sean Goggins just moving. Yeah, he wasn't set at all. He was late getting to the paint to, to defend Maxwell Moore. And good job by attacking your defender and drawing a foul. Traverius Reed going to inbound it for the green wave. Reed standing underneath his own basket in front of the Stewart's Creek cheerleaders. Reed looking for a teammate. Gets it over Ricks. Ricks in the corner. Thought about a three. Ricks going to drive middle. Kicks it over to Traverius Reed. Reed called for the walk. I don't know about that. His left foot, which was his pivot foot. Never moved. Never moved. He did a lot of moving with his right foot. That little jab step, but his left foot never moved. Roseburn into the front court. Kicks it into the corner to his teammate, Matthews. Matthews trying to go down low. He does. Swings it into the corner for three. Stewart's Creek good. Good shot. Jerry Taylor connecting from the corner. Gallatin up by nine, 26-17. Into the front court quickly. DaCosta Ricks swinging it around. Ends up in the hands of Traverius Reed. Reed surveying. Defenders giving him the left side baseline. Reed doesn't want to use it. Kicks it back out to Moore. Moore back to Reed along the perimeter. Swings it over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw right side to DaCosta Ricks. Along the perimeter, Ricks pulls it back out. 346 and counting. 26-17 wave. Second quarter. Traverius Reed along the volleyball line. Up to Maxwell Moore. Moore swings it over to Ricks in the corner. Ricks doubled. Has to get it over Traverius Reed. Reed fouled. Taj Roseburn came over to try to steal it. Couldn't get to it. Instead, fouled Traverius Reed. And that will be the third foul of the quarter for Stewart's Creek. Stewart's Creek's defense playing very far off the ball, so Galton's just passing around until they get a wide-open shot and take some clock off. Ain't no shot clock in high school. Use as much as you can. Maxwell Morgan inbound it in front of the Stewart's Creek bench. Passes it over to Traverius Reed. Reed, no defensive pressure again, just taking his time. Kicks it over to Isaiah Barr. Barr left side, wants a screen top of the key from Logan Hessen, uses it to kick it over to Ricks. Ricks to Reed in the corner. Reed. Working back middle, ends up in Barr's hands. Barr to Ricks for a wide open three in the corner. Good! Bang! The Costa Ricks from long range 
29-17, Green Wave. Stewart's Creek turns it over. I, I can't stop praising our defense. The zone is bothering the Red Hawks very badly. Uh, I'm not keeping count of turnovers, but if I was, it would be upwards of, of eight to nine right now. This little delay trap that Gallatin's sending is doing wonders for them as the Green Wave into the front court. Ends up in the hands of various Reed in the corner. Reed going to swing it over to Ricks. Ricks back to Barr, top of the key. Barr over to Ricks in the corner. Ricks double, has to get it out of there. He does, ends up in the hands of Isaiah Barr. Barr to Reed, top of the key. Reed going to attack, gets to inside the free throw line, throws up a shot, no good. May have been partially blocked. Red Hawks want to get into the front court quickly. They can't. Instead, they got to pull it out into the corner. Working baseline, foul. Traverius Reed called for the reach in there as Stewart's Creek quickly got into the front court, tried to attack middle. Reed called for the foul. That's what they try to do most of the time is get the rebound, hit the outlet man, and push it up court as fast as they can to get something going. And unfortunately right there, Traverius Reed, I mean, he was playing good defense, just got him with a little, with a little body foul. Stewart's Creek, Odom going to inbound it from underneath his own basket. Inbound. Odom gets That's a in. hook. Walk. Oh, I don't think I don't know what just happened there, but walk is the call. I thought for sure that they were going to get Harris for his third foul pushing him. Yep, absolutely. It was he, he hooked the defender, which is a foul also, but we'll take the walk. Ricks this time going to be met by two defenders at the midcourt stripe. Kicks it over to Isaiah Barr, right side, off the coach's hash. Going to throw it away, out of bounds. Not sure what or where that pass was going, but it ended up in the second row. And that's a turnover for Gallatin. 2.15 left in the second quarter. Odom pushing it into the front court. Gallatin still in their 1-3-1 zone defense. Stewart's Creek nearly loses it. Ends up in the hands of Odom along the perimeter. Stewart's Creek, one dribble inside. Kick it back out to Odom for a long three. That, re that ball is no good. Rebound to Isaiah Barr. Ball knocked loose, picked up by Stewart's Creek. Going to attack the basket. Throws it up. No good. Rebound still loose. Stewart's Creek basketball. Ball knocked out of bounds. Wasn't sure who it went off of. Stripes say Red Hawks. Obviously, the student section doesn't like that one. Is Odom going to inbound it once again from underneath his own basket? Odom had a man, but he missed him instead. Ball nearly knocked away. Ends up in the hands of Stewart's Creek. Taylor, top of the key, guarded by Harris. Trying to work right. Does. Instead, has to pick up his dribble. Back to Odom. Top of the key. Odom getting to the cup. Throws a little runner. No good. Pulled down. By both DeCosta Ricks. Ricks ahead to Maxwell Moore. Moore running the floor. Throws it up. Throws it in. Maxwell Moore using the glass for two. 31-17, 126 and counting. Stewart's Creek quickly into the front court. Into the corner. They swing it over left side. Right side, excuse me. One dribble. Picks it up. He's stuck. Has to kick it over to Odom. Doing a lot of swing passes here tonight, Austin, along the perimeter. Is Stewart's Creek. Red Hawks get to the free throw line, throws up a little bank shot. It's in. I guess the bank's open, Austin. Well, I know here in Summer County it ain't, but I guess the ATM is always open, so I guess the bank is open. DeCosta Ricks into the front court, puts the ball into Devontae Harris's hands. Harris over to Hessen. Hessen swing pass to Maxwell Moore. Moore over to Bar. Bar to Ricks in the corner for three. Too strong. Pulled down by Harris. Good rebound. Harris going to bring it out. Puts it back into Isaiah Bar's hand. Bar, top of the key. Call for the walk. One, one too many steps into that shot there, Austin. Yeah, got a little little happy feet going right there and, and got the walk call. Go back to the Gallatin defense. 
we're getting our hands on a lot of passes, a lot of deflected passes. It's just going in, going in the right spots, but continue to get in this zone. Cam Nelson going to throw up a little runner. It's no good. Pulled down by Stewart's Creek. Kicks out for three. No good. Rebound pulled down by Logan Hessen. That three by Caden Matthews was too strong. And Stewart's Creek going to be called for the loose ball foul on number 10, Brandon Jamison. Good job out there by Logan Hessen of boxing out and making the defender go over his back. Get a push push call right there. But oh, Shout out Mr. Trevor Cummins. Yeah, shout out to my, my partner in crime there, wiping up the floor. Gets a well-deserved hand from the, the lunatics. You know, everybody's wearing their lunatic shirts and and I also have my lunatic shirt on under, I didn't get under my North Face. I didn't get a lunatic shirt. Well, need to get you a job here at Gallatin. Because <laughs> everybody here has got them. They were selling them for $20, and it goes to a good cause. And uh, you see a lot of people wearing them tonight. Gallatin into the front court. They're content with trying to maybe get a final shot of this first half as the clock under 10 seconds. Gallatin leading 31-19 as DeCosta Ricks working left side perimeter. He wants a screen, top of the key from Logan Hessen. He kicks it over to Kamari Watkins. Watkins down low to Maxwell Moore on the block. Maxwell Moore, strong finish to the first half for Gallatin as Maxwell Moore cashes in two in the Green Wave lead, 33-19 after the first half. Don't go anywhere. You listen to the Green Wave Network on WHINradio.com. So nice. We wanted to hear it twice. Austin, the Gallatin fight, the Greenway fight song. Really appreciate the Gallatin band getting that to me, Mr. Jeremy Cook in particular, for getting that to me. Okay, first half, Austin, up by 14. What have you seen from the Greenway? I've seen our most complete two quarters of basketball that we've played so far this year, and I've asked, I've asked for it. <laughs> I haven't received. Yeah. But I've asked for a full four quarters of it. And so far, a good start with, with starting two quarters, starting three points a half. And there really hasn't been a, a fall off yet on the offense or defensive side. So, you know, 
getting later in the season, like you mentioned, we're, we still got 19 games, but we're seven games in. These kids are getting more experienced. They're getting more comfortable with each other as, as this lineup hadn't really played against with each other in the past. So two complete quarters is really what I saw right there, and yeah. I enjoyed watching. Absolutely. 17 points and 16 points, respectively, in the first two quarters for Gallatin. And, you know, the defense, man, uh, you know, Coming out in that 1-3-1 half-court trap defense, it really threw Stewart's Creek for a whirlwind in that first half. And they got a lot of easy points, a lot of easy turnovers because of that defense. I'm anxious to see if they come out in the second half, they play it, or if they come out and throw something completely different at them. Uh, but real quick, Austin, you see the legend down there, Mr. Jerry Vradenberg. Uh, so shout-out to the Vradenbergs. They are absolute the best class people in the world. Uh, you know, my thoughts and prayers still with the Vradenberg family as – as uh, as they go through, you know, anytime you lose, you know, a mom, a, a, a wife, a sister, you know, it's it's always a tough time. And so uh, just appreciate Coach Vradenberg still coming out, uh, you know, and, and supporting the Green Wave. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, the legend himself. And, you know, you're a legend when your name is on any sports arena, yeah. field, anything. So, Definitely thoughts and prayers with that family, but he will always be a legend here in Gallatin, and especially here at Gallatin High School. You know, when I, I didn't really, I didn't know Miss Vredenberg, Miss Miss Sylvia Vredenberg, all that well. Um, but when she passed away, I, you know, I was still working for the newspaper at the time, and um, I thought it would be, you know, a good idea to do a story on her and kind of her life and, and what she meant to this community. And and one thing I found out about Miss Sylvia Vredenberg is she was a saint, man, and um, Coach Vredenberg, just as good of a man. Uh, you know, I got to know him a little bit when uh, Coach Boots, uh, I did a story on Coach Boots Scott passing away. Uh, those two, you know, they went back a long, long way, and so in, in that, I got to know Coach Vredenberg and then knew him a little bit more uh, writing that story on Mrs. Vredenberg passing away, but what a saint she was. Uh, she was remembered for her love, her kindness, and just being so wonderful to this Gallatin community, so it's always nice to see Coach Freidenberg's out and about still, you know, getting out around town and supporting his Green Wave. Yeah, and we, like we, we've only done two games on air, and there was two games in the tournament, and he's been here at both games. And, yeah. And everybody knows him. Uh, yep. As, as we're looking right now, former point guard and basketball player and baseball player, Ty Martin is is there talking to him, and everybody knows him, and he, he comes around so much, he knows people. And, and as you and I are just watching his interaction with Ty, he cares. Yeah. He cares about the players. He cares about this community. There goes the tsunami leader. He stops and shakes their hand and just asks them how they're doing. Maybe he's seen them here for four years or, or whatever, but he, he really cares about the people in the community of Galton. And for however long the Lord keeps him with us, I believe he'll be here until yeah. the day that he has called home. Absolutely. And, you know, he's just a long line of, of great, great ambassadors here. Hey, Gallatin High School, we were able to talk to Coach Bobby Luna about that last week and just kind of him being the next one in line. And just a really cool ceremony here tonight prior to uh, to this game, halftime of the girls' game, them naming the court after Coach Luna. I didn't get a chance to ask him because, you know, he joked with, the, joked with us last time. He said that's a, story, that's a different story for another day on how he found out uh, the court was named after him. So despite not getting it to you tonight, I'm going to hope at some point this season I'm able to get kind of that story on record so I can bring it to you. Have you heard that one yet? I've heard some of it. You don't want to spoil it? I don't want to spoil it, but I don't want to 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 ruin the 
the correct story. You know, I've heard bits and pieces, and I don't sure. want to try to put things together, but it, it definitely needs to be told by him. It's actually a pretty funny story. So that'll, like you said, a story for another time. And you know, with with Christmas break coming up, and we got a game next Tuesday, maybe we can get that on Monday yeah. before our home game on the twelfth here, just so we can have some fun inside after they honored him in the court. About three minutes until tip-off here in the second half as Gallatin leading 33-19 to here in this first half. It's really been the defense. It's kind of been the story. But offensively, they've done a really good job. Biggs running the rent, running the floor, doing a good job of taking and making the right threes. Um, so a really good first half here from the Green Wave who seem to get, be getting better and better as this season goes along. And if they keep playing like this, Austin, number 600 won't be too far off. Yeah, only 10 away with 19 games to go. And, you know, we do have a tough district, but games like this is going to prepare us for that. And I believe those 10 wins will come sooner rather than later, especially if you have guys like DeCosta Ricks last, uh, on Tuesday putting up 29. So far at halftime, he's got 13 with five rebounds, and, and you've got three other guys with, with four or more points. So it's becoming a whole team affair. It's not a one-man show, and – and I feel like our guys are just going to continue to get better and better and better as, as Galton comes back out for a little warm-up shots and looking fresh in the, in the all-white. Stormtroopers is what they call it, football. But, you know, I, I really like this look with the white and yellow and just a little hint of green. It, it's, it's a very clean look. Green and, green and gold, green and yellow. You don't want to call it green and yellow. They'll get mad at you. But green and gold, it's a good – it's a good uh, – I don't know, it's aesthetically ple- aesthetically pleasing, I guess is what you'd say. But speaking of those games, Austin, if this second half plays out like the first half, you've got Lebanon here next Tuesday. We've already disposed of them. At, St- at Station Camp, that's going to be a tough game. Oakland, Springfield, then you've got three games in the Smokies before the new year starts, and then at Springfield before we're back home at Station Camp. So we've got about a minute until tip-off here in the second half. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, have a special announcement for you. You've been listening to the Green Wave Network on WHINRadio.com. Welcome back to Gallatin High School, where the Green Wave are set to start the second half. But before we do that, special word from our friend. What's up, guys? I'm your local tsunami leader, Hayden Foster, with a final score prediction of 90-19. Let's get back into the game. Thank you, Mr. Hayden Foster. As Gallatin quickly into the front court, gets it over to Costa Ricks. Ricks, ball hits the rim, ends up back in the hands of R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw hands back over to Ricks, and the second half is underway. Ricks along the perimeter, going to hand off to Javarius Reed. Reed, another handoff to Crenshaw. Crenshaw trying to look for the backdoor pass. He can't get it. Instead, has to give it to Reed. Reed wants a screen. Uses a screen, top of the key. Picks up his dribble, hands it back over to Costa Ricks. Ricks over to Watkins in the corner. Watkins trying to get low, can't get down low. Instead, has to pass it over to Reed. 
Reed over to Hessen. Hessen working baseline. Spins middle. Has to kick it out. Ball's loose. Picked up by R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw nearly throws away. Does throw it away. Odom with the steal. Left-handed layup. Good. Here comes the full court press. Gallatin quickly into the hands of Traverius Reed. Kicks it over to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks facing that full court press. Kicks it over to Reed. Reed having to get into the... 10-second call. 10-second call is the call as Gallatin turns it over. Two turnovers here to start this second half, Austin. Yeah, Coach Luna's not going to be happy about that. Coming out of a, a darn good first half and you come out and first two possessions result in turnovers is, is never good for a head coach and, and a team that has all the momentum in the world. Micah Shaw, top of the key, gets it to the elbow. Throws up a little right-handed shot. No good. Rebound pulled down by Ricks. Ricks. Quickly into the front court. He's going to attack the glass. Spinning. Has to kick it out to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Reed. Reed to the free throw line. Up and good. Tickles the twine. Nothing but the bottom of the net for Traverius Reed. Silky smooth shot right there by Traverius Reed. Cam Nelson into the front court for Stewart's Creek. Met by that 1-3-1 defense. Over to Lopez. Or excuse me, over to Shaw. Shaw gets away with the push off. Finds Odom on the back door cut. Has to kick it to, kick it to the corner. Three seconds. Three seconds is the call on Stewart's Creek. Turnover, Red Hawks. You know, joking with Traverius Reed today, the past two games he's he struggled a little bit on the offensive end, but he's been good rebounding and, and on the assist mark. And I said, Traverius, I want to see something out of you tonight. 12 to 15 points, and he's already up to nine. So good job about Traverius Reed. Gallatin nearly throws it away. Instead, going to call a timeout as this sloppy second half continues. We're not going to take a quick break, Austin. 35-21, but it's been ugly here the first couple minutes of this second half. Yeah, it has, and we need to clean this up or, or this game will get closer than we want it to. And Kind of the same situation as the Portland game. We held a game, we held a lead the whole game, whole game, whole game. We kind of get sloppy at the end. We get lackadaisical on defense. We allow them to come back into the game. So I'd like to see us progress from that game to this game where we can hold a lead and close out and not let them get close back into the game. Both, both teams coming out of their timeout as Gallatin going to inbound on the sideline. Right in front of the home crowd is R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Ricks. Ricks with the left hand. Going to attack the cup. Throws up a little runner. No good. It's too short. Pulled down by Stewart's Creek. Redhawks quickly into the front court. Over to the corner to Odom. Odom, top of the key, working to the cup, gets to the cup, throws up a wild right-handed shot. It's no good. Rebound pulled down by Stewart's Creek, but thrown away. Taylor got his own miss, but then threw it out of bounds. Kamari Watkins now going to inbound for the green wave. Into the backcourt to Ricks. Ricks has the full court press in front of him. Gets it in the front court quickly. Ends up in the hands of Logan Hessen. Hessen to Reed. That's Reed deep. to Ricks. Top of the key. No good. Rebound still loose. Pulled down by Shaw. Shaw into the front court quickly to Taylor. Taylor in the corner. Throws to Odom on the free throw line. Odom over to Taylor. Taylor in the corner guarded by Reed. Taylor back to Odom. Odom along the perimeter. Gets to the little runner. Throws it up. Throws it in. Cam Nelson. Stewart's Creek with a little momentum to start this third quarter as Gallatin breaks the full court press. Traverius Reed trapped, has to get away. Puts it in the hands of R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw to Ricks, a little 12-footer up and in and out. No good, pulled down by Hessen. One dribble, up strong, left-handed, good. Off the glass, Logan Hessen 
Breaking this drought to start the third quarter. As Stewart's Creek quickly into the front court. Good has hands. that ball knocked away. Ball's loose. Picked up by R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Reed. Reed looking ahead. He's going to attack the glass. Ball knocked loose. Still loose. Off of Stewart's Creek. You know, it looks like Stewart's Creek has kind of figured out a way to break our our zone by bringing a man into the middle on two, four points so far. They've just cut a man into the middle at the free throw line, and he just takes a 10-foot jumper, and it's been good. So got to clean up the, the zone defense on our end. Reed underneath his own basket. Gets it to Watkins. Watkins, tough state. Good find. And one. Kamari Watkins looking for the old-fashioned three-point play. Collecting the inbounds pass from Reed. Pump faking once, going up strong, and the foul is Gallatin. Up 39-23, 4.50 left in the third quarter. Put it in the book, Mr. Hosier, and send that man to the line. Watkins free throw off the back iron, too strong. Over the back. Logan Hessen called for the over-the-back call. Ref just shaking his head like he knew. There's nothing I can do about it, Mr. Hessen, is what he that look that I got. Shaw with the ball, inbounded from Jamison into the front court, ends up in the hands of Nelson. Nelson attacking, charge. Nelson worked middle, or excuse me, worked left side to the free throw line. Kamari Watkins took the charge, though. That's going to be a turnover for Gallatin. You know, a big defensive end guy on the football team. He ain't scared. He ain't scared of the contact. He's going to be the guy to take some charges and and be that man down low, as as he's one of our big guys on the football team or was as as he is a senior and we much appreciate his time and blood and and, and determination he has given to the Gallatin Greenway football team over the last four years. Maxwell Moore has pressure in his face. Stewart's Creek with the full court press. Greenway still in the backcourt. Traverius Reed trapped along the half court stripe. Barely gets it out of there into the hands of Costa Ricks who breaks the timeline. Ricks over to Reed. Reed to Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Reed. Reed back to Moore. Moore to Ricks. Ricks trying to go down low. In the corner. Near side. Kicks it over to Traverius Reed. One dribble inside the three-point line. Pull up. Good. Silky smooth again. Traverius Reed. Pump fake. One dribble. Puts it in. Gallatin. 41-23. Charge. That's a block. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we won every call, but <laughs> Kamari Watkins was leaning already falling before he even got there. So good foul by the official. A good call by the official. Brandon Jamison attacking the basket there. Left side. Watkins tried to draw the late charge, but he just wasn't there in time. Stewart's Creek going to inbound it underneath their own basket. Ends up in the hands of Roseburn. Left side perimeter. Guarded by Maxwell Moore. Wants a screen. Uses a screen. Top of the key. Roseburn has to pull it back out. Kicks it along the perimeter to Jamison. Jamison called for the travel. You know, Gallatin's back in a man, man defense here. Just switching things up to see if we can get Stewart's Creek back off their game, and maybe we can go back to the zone here in a little bit and see if it affects them again. Red, Red Hawks still in the full court press. Gallatin into the front court. Trapped by Traverius Reed. Timeout is the call. Good timeout call right there by Coach Luna. That's the second time that Reed has got trapped over there in that corner. You know, obviously, Stewart's Creek wants to push him that way. So, I don't know if Coach Lewis could draw something up quickly here to, to divert Reed and other players going right to that mid-strike line. But they're getting caught there multiple times. Yeah, they've done a good job so far this second half of the full-court press and stopping us at the mid-court line as they've already got us for a 10-second violation call. So, I mean, props to Stewart's Creek for coming out and trying something different to slow us down offensively. Both teams going to break the huddle here, getting ready to 
start as R.J. Crenshaw going to inbound it in front of his own bench, leading 41-23, 3.51 left to go in this third quarter. Crenshaw guarded heavily, guarded close, into the backcourt to Ricks. Ricks surveying. Shores Creek still in the press, gives it over to Maxwell Moore. Moore going to drive, right-handed layup, up and good. Nice little fake pass to Kamari Watkins there as number 20 puts it in for two. Stewart's Creek into the front court, ends up in the hands of Odoms. Odoms over to his teammate in the corner, back to Odom. Odom, swing past him, Shaw, Shaw, over to Odom. Free throw line extended, ends up back in the hands of Shaw. Shaw thought about a three, works middle, gets middle, kicks it over to the corner, 4-3, no good, rebound, pulled down by Watkins. Watkins over to Ricks. Ricks looking ahead at the midcourt strike, guarded closely. Ricks. Working left side, gives it over to Crenshaw in the corner. Crenshaw back to Watkins along the perimeter. Watkins over to Reed. Reed to Moore. Moore back to Reed. Reed swings it over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw nearly loses his dribble. Three seconds is the call on Kamari Watkins. Another turnover for the Green Wave as Marshall Hanson checks in for the first time tonight. Jameson going to inbound it for Stewart's Creek. Puts it into the hands of Shaw. Shaw going to walk it into the front court. Swings it up to his teammate. Left side. Ends up back in the hands of Shaw. Shaw over to Odom in the corner. Greenway back into their zone defense. Skips it over to left side. Little 18-footer pull up good. As Stewart's Creek trims the lead to 18. Trims the deficit, excuse me, to 18 as DeCosta Ricks. Breaks the full court press with ease. Ricks over to Reed. In the corner for three. No good. Rebound. Loose. Pulled down by Stewart's Creek. Into the front court are the Red Hawks. Attacking over to the corner. Is Taylor. Taylor into the corner. Going to drive left side. Throws up a little shot. No good. Rebound pulled down by Maxwell Moore. Roseburn shot is off. Ends up in the hands of Traverius Reed into the front court. Reed kicks it over to Moore. Moore. To, to Ricks. Ricks over to Moore. Moore to Reed. Reed to Hanson in the corner. Hanson swings it over to Hanson. Hanson with the screen for Reed. Reed has to kick it over to Ricks in the corner. Ricks surveying. No dribble yet. Kicks it back out to Reed. Reed to Ricks. Ricks going to draw a baseline. Nice drive there to Costa Ricks with the layup. As Stewart's Creek quickly into the front court. Throws it away. Roseburn was looking for Jamison on the cut, but Roseburn couldn't make the connection as Stewart's Creek throws that one away. DeCosta Ricks just driving the baseline and getting some bunnies as slapping the backboard with two hands as he goes up for that layup. Marshall Hansen going to inbound it over to Ricks. Ricks, double team. Got to go. back to Hansen. Hansen, he's stuck. He has to throw it ahead to Maxwell Moore. Moore nearly throws it away, but gets it into the front court. Reed. Attacking the basket. Throws up a wild shot. No good. Pulled down by Hessen. Hessen. Out to Ricks for three. Good. Money. DaCosta Ricks. Once again from long range. 48-25 wave. Red Hawks. Into the front court. Throws up a right-handed layup. No good. But the foul on Maxwell Moore. As Red Hawks beat the Gallatin Green Wave down the floor. For that easy look at two. But Micah Shaw cannot connect. He goes to the line for two free throws.
Shaw's first free throw is up and good. Twirls it in. 48-26, 101 left. Zach, you think I can grow my hair out like Shaw's? Maybe. It might need it. We might need a while. I think I need about 10 years. <laughs> Dude's got an impressive afro that goes down to his jersey. Shaw's second free throw, no good. Pulled down by Moore. This game clock under one minute left in the third quarter. Ricks gets it in the front court. Ball into the hands of Traverius Reed. Reed back to Ricks. Ricks along the coach's stripe. Kicks it over to Hanson. Hanson along the perimeter to Moore. Moore looking down low. Can't get it down low. Instead, working that perimeter. Ball into the hands of Costa Ricks. Thrown away. Stole. Ends up in the hands of Shaw. Shaw quickly into the front court. Has that ball knocked away. But foul on Ricks is the call. As DeCosta Ricks got Shaw on the arm, on the layup, and Micah Shaw will go to the charity stripe for two. This Stewart's Creek team, not very old. A lot of juniors on this team, just three seniors. J.J. Odom, Kenny Jordan, and Brandon Jamison. Kenny Jordan, I don't think, has made an appearance here tonight, so just Jamison and Odom as your two lone seniors getting a lot of playing time for this Stewart's Creek team as they trail 48-27. Shaw's second free throw is up and good. Gallatin getting the ball inbounds. Working that full court press by Stewart's Creek. Ends up in the hands of Logan Hessen, who nearly throws it away. Instead, Maxwell Moore comes down with it. Moore over to Ricks, top of the key between the circles. Ricks over to free throw line extended to Hanson. Hanson pulls it out, nearly throws it away, but Ricks corrals it. Ricks working, kicks it over to Traverius Reed. Reed. Has to pull it back out. Ends up in the hands of Maxwell Moore. Six seconds. Over to Ricks. Ricks gets it to Reed. Got to get the shot off. Does get the shot off. Good! Traverius Reed banks it in. 4-3. Cash money, young fella. The bank is open. Go get your 20s out of the ATM. 51-28. Gallatin leads after three. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Green Wave Network on WHIRadio.com. here to Gallatin High School is your green wave in that third quarter with a bang. Traverius Reed from long range, 51-28, eight minutes left in this basketball game as Stewart's Creek into the front court with ease, gets it to the free throw line extended, over to Shaw, Shaw to his teammate, cutting toward the basket, throws it up, rebound is loose, still loose, Gallatin, nope, Stewart's Creek will retain possession. That ball bounced around a couple times, couldn't tell who it went off of, but ends up in the hands of Stewart's Creek. Shaw inbounding from underneath his own basket. Gets it into Jamison. Jamison kicks it over to Taylor. Taylor nearly loses it. Guarded by Isaiah Barr. Taylor gets to the cup. Has that shot blocked. But referee says Barr got him on the arm. 
looked like all ball from up here right behind the play. I thought if anything was going to call it with the body. Right. Not with not on the arm. No. Because I agree. I think he did get all ball, but I think he came in from behind with the body as Taylor's first free throw is up and good. 51-29, 7.39 left to go in this fourth quarter. Gallatin, nearly a wire-to-wire lead, but they did surrender it for a little bit in the first quarter as Taylor's second free throw is no good. Gets it in the hands of DeCosta Ricks, who is still facing that half-court, or excuse me, that full-court press. Gallatin into the front court with ease. DeCosta Ricks, top of the key, going to pull it back between the circles. Ricks, working left side, has to pull it back out. Puts it in the hands of Isaiah Barr. Barr over to Reed. Reed to Ricks along the perimeter. He gets it down low to Moore. Moore working to the middle. Kicks it out to Javarius Reed for three. Good! Zach, do you hear that? What's that? It's the net. It's on fire. It's sizzling. (laughs) I thought you were going to say it's a string music as Gallatin leads 54-29. Under seven minutes left to go in this fourth quarter. Shaw has that ball poked away. DeCosta Ricks attacking basket. Getting to the layup. Trying to slam it home, but loose ball, or excuse me, foul on Odom. Odom hacking as Ricks tried to dunk that one away. He couldn't, but will go to the charity strike for two. That one might have made it on the Sports Center top 10 plays if he'd have got that one down. That was that'd have been a ferocious slam. DeCosta Ricks. Gonna set fire good. DeCosta Ricks trying to stay perfect. Second free throw up and good. Nothing but the bottom of the net. As Stewart's Creek into the front court. They want a three from Odom. They don't get a three. Long rebound as DeCosta Ricks once again on the fast break. Cannot throw it down. Stewart's Creek into the front court quickly. Throws up left-handed layup. Good. 56-31, and counting. Ricks trying to break that full-court press. They do. In front of his own bitch, he pulls it out. Austin, I don't know if he attempts a third one if he gets a chance. Yeah, I don't think so. Luna wasn't. And, you know, he wants them to get it. And when you have a lead like this, but he, I he, he turned around to the bench, and I think he's got a sub coming in. <laughs> Isaiah Barr nearly loses his balance, keeps it, kicks it over to Ricks in the corner. Ricks looking down low to Maxwell Moore. Instead, passes it to Javarius Reed. Moore's got to get out of that paint or he's going to get called for a three seconds. Barr, top of the key, uses a screen. Pulls it back out. Ball nearly thrown away. Picked up by Javarius Reed. Knocked out of bounds. Going to stay with Gallatin. That's a sloppy little pass right there. Yeah, it was. But going back to DeCosta Ricks, you know, Eight out of ten times, nine out of ten times, he's probably going to make that dunk. But when it's in the fourth quarter with five minutes to go and he averages 31 minutes a game, he's probably a little fatigued. I mean, he's got 20.6 rebounds. He's done a lot tonight, so he's probably a little tired. Galton puts it in the hands of Javarius Reed. Reed over to Wakefield, who's checking in for the first time this game. Ends up into Javarius Reed. little step back. No good. Re- Loose ball foul called on R.J. Crenshaw, who doesn't like it. Crenshaw just cannot get into a rhythm tonight. Every time he tries to get going, he gets called with a loose ball foul. He's frustrated. I can tell. Yeah, that's his third foul. and it, it's, it's sometimes good that you're bigger than everybody else, but 
Unfortunately, he's catching bodies when he's trying to go up and get those rebounds, and they're going to call him for that over the back or, or foul every single time. Nelson nearly throwing that ball away. Shaw at the free throw line, puts it back to Nelson. A little pump fake dribble, kicks it over to Shaw. Shaw, a little left-handed, two-footer is good. 56-33, and counting. Reed gets it in, puts it into the hands of Zach Wakefield, who gives it over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw, nice little pass. It's stolen away, careless, though. Careless, careless. Redhawks quickly, fast break, foul is the call. I'm calling a nice pass, and you're saying it's careless. Austin, I guess I didn't see it very well. Yeah, it was a, it was a careless pass. It, 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 was, it was a deep pass. It was up there at the tip of the bench, and Maxwell Moore was, was trying to cut, and it was just too lazy of a pass to, to go between two defenders. That's why we got four, four eyes up here. That's right. That's right. As Stewart's Creek, um, Ken Nelson steps to the line for two. His first free throw up and good, 56-34. Galt is still comfortably in control with five minutes left. But game can change on a dime if you're not careful. As second free throw, no good, pulled down by Maxwell Moore. Moore tosses it over to Reed. Stewart's Creek in kind of a three-quarters trap. Galton gets it into the front court. Traverius Reed and Zach Wakefield now top of the key. Puts it over to R.J. Crenshaw's hands. Crenshaw in front of his own bench. Gets it over to Wakefield. Wakefield to Reed. Reed to Hessen in the corner. Hessen looking down low. Instead going to stay along the perimeter is Traverius Reed. Reed to Crenshaw. Crenshaw to Wakefield. Wakefield over to Reed. This team content with swinging it along the perimeter. Crenshaw trying to get it down low. Ball nearly stolen. Over to, Back to Crenshaw. Crenshaw cutting toward the basket. Throws it up. Throws it in. That was a weird little play there as that ball was nearly stolen away. Then Traverius Reed did a good job picking it up. Crenshaw cut toward the basket and then made a, some kind of a little move to get past his defender into the rim. Yeah, and very good job by Traverius Reed tonight and with 17 points. And he has struggled the past two games, only having two points in the last two games. And I joked with him all day today. I'm like, you're, you're due for a, for a nice game, a 15 15-point game, he's up to 17 right now, so so props to him for doing that. And, you know, DeCosta Ricks, we've gotten kind of used to him being the leading scorer as he's got 20 points, but as of right now, I, I mean, I'd say Tavarius Reed's our player of the game right now just because he's a guy that doesn't do this often. He, he's averaging eight points a game. He's doubled his average, but props to him, props to DeCosta Ricks. I mean, we're expecting DeCosta Ricks to score 15-plus every night every, as he's averaging 17.4 points a game. So when you got two guys that can do it, our chances of winning is going to go up every single time. Also, shout-out to uh, Kamari Watkins. I thought Kamari has played one of his best games of the season this year. He's gotten rewarded a couple times with rim running uh, with some easy layups. I thought Logan Hessen, maybe he hasn't scored a lot, but he's played really well tonight for Gallatin. Uh, so the big men uh, have played very well. Maxwell Moore doing a really good job. I know R.J. Crenshaw has had some foul trouble, so he hasn't been able to find any rhythm. But you need guys to step up when Crenshaw has a, a night like tonight, and that's what you've gotten. Yeah, you do. And this is three games in a row that our bigs have done a very good job of running the court. And if we can continue to do this game after game, those extra six to eight points by us running the floor could be a factor of a win or a loss. Well said. As Stewart's Creek going to inbound from underneath their own basket. Getting to the cup, throwing a blow, a right-handed runner. No good. Rebound pulled down by Hessen. Hessen looking for a bailout. Gets it over to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw quickly into the front court, 342 and counting. 
now ball into Costa Rick's hands between the timeline. Ricks over to Zach Wakefield in front of his own bench. Wakefield down to Hessen on the low block. Hessen back to Wakefield. Over to Moore. Moore back to Ricks, top of the key. Between the circles. Passes over to Wakefield. Wakefield to Moore in the corner in front of his own bench. Wakefield looking, or excuse me, Moore looking. Puts it in the hands of Zach Wakefield who gives it over to Costa Ricks. Ricks just playing a little hot potato with making sure everybody touches, touches the ball, Austin. Yeah, no shot clock. Might as well. Along the perimeter, Gallatin working this basketball, doing a really good job as Zach Wakefield kicks it over to Maxwell Moore. Moore switching sides of the court back to Zach Wakefield in front of his own bench. Wakefield over to Crenshaw in the corner, right side. Crenshaw looking, gives it over to Costa Ricks. Ricks content with running clock, 245 and counting. Gallatin leading by 24, 58-34. Green wave along the perimeter. Guarded by Zach Wakefield. Gives it over to Logan Hessen. Hessen surveying. Looking back to, back to Zach Wakefield. Wakefield over to Ricks. This Stewart's Creek team, Austin, I think is content with letting them run the clock out. Yeah, they are. As, as we're up 24 points, they're, they're content with letting us do it and get out of the gym. As Ricks just going to pull it out now. Both teams... Electing to em empty their bench. Ricks kicks it to Hessen. Hessen had a three. Said going to pull it out. Back to Maxwell Moore. Top of the key. Over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw going to use that Maxwell Moore screen. Going to pull it back out. Crenshaw over to Ricks. Guarded closely. This has been a two-minute possession already. Up next for Gallatin. Home match with Lebanon. A chance to sweep the Blue Devils as Galton went into the Devils' layer just a few weeks ago and got a 67-32 victory. That started our three-game streak, Austin. Yeah, it did. And that's the kind of game that we were hoping that we would make adjustments. Yeah. Of, of some that that loss to, to Portland. And yep. we definitely did so, so. Props to us of making that adjustment, and we've carried that on to three games, and they have been three good, ga tough games, tough opponents as, as Portland again, and in our Stewart's Creek, there was a lot of uh, anticipation building up to this one because we really didn't know what Stewart's Creek had, and we knew they were fast, but you know, our defense has done a really good job of stopping that and not allowing them to get anything going as we have controlled this game from the jump. 141 left on the game clock as Gallatin going to work out of the huddle now, leading by 24, 58-34. As we got some new guys checking in uh, for both teams, Cameron Taylor in for the Green Wave, Marshall Hanson, Zach Wakefield, Devontae Harris, and Isaiah Barr on the court for the Green Wave. Isaiah Barr with the ball in his hands. Kicks it over to Devontae Harris. Harris to Hanson. Hanson to Wakefield along the perimeter. Ball thrown away by Gallatin. Not a bad pass, just slipped right through his hands. Maybe he had too much to drink on that that last time out, and his hands were still a little wet. <laughs> Maybe so, as Stewart's Creek into the front court. Going to take a three and going to make a three. Banked it in from the corner. 58-37, 122 and counting. As Isaiah Barr going to walk this one into the front court. Stewart's Creek going to lay off that full court press defense. 
walk. Isaiah Barkoff for the walk there. It's a second walk call tonight on on a pump fake or an attempted three. I, he's a young kid, still getting adapted to the new school, but I really he's got a little happy feet action going. Stewart's Creek into the front court quickly, going to attack the basket, throws up a little right-handed shot, good. Under a minute left, 58-39 as Gallatin inbounds it to Zach Wakefield. Wakefield over to Maddox Mooney, who checks in for the first time, puts it in the hands of Marshall Hansen. Hansen back to Wakefield. Wakefield over to Taylor. Taylor to Harris along the perimeter. Now Austin, that's uh, so we're under. 30 seconds left in this in this game. Just you know, we kind of already hit on it, but a really good win defensively uh, for the Green Wave, and just you know, great job moving to six and two overall in the season. Yeah, after after a strugglesome start, very very good to come back, and I can't praise the staff that Coach Luna has and and his boys enough for making adjustments and staying together. And even though it's early in the season, it's a long season, but. I like the way it looks. If we keep playing like we have, I feel like there's going to be a lot of wins to come this year, and I can't wait to get into district play to see how we do against those those game teams and games when 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 that affects our tournament status and and stuff like that. So those are the games that means more. Like they say in the SEC, it just means more. Fifty-eight thirty-nine is your final as Gallatin picks up a big win moving to 6-2 and two overall on the season and getting Bobby Luna one win closer to number 600. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll have post-game analysis and more. You've been listening to the Green Wave Network on WHINradio.com. Here to Gallatin High School as your Green Wave moved to six and two on the season. Fifty-eight thirty-nine is your final as they st- they take down Stewart's Creek nearly a wire-to-wire victory. Uh, they gave up the lead for just a few moments in the first quarter, but then after that, it was all Green Wave as they, as they win again, fifty-eight to thirty-nine over Stewart's Creek. I know we talked about possibly getting our player of the game up here. I uh, don't think we're going to be able to do that tonight, as uh, but that's okay. But uh, we, we mentioned it in the in the broadcast. Austin Traverius Reed, what he what he was able to do tonight. Of course, he hit that big three uh, before the end of the third quarter to kind of give Gallatin and this crowd momentum. But 17 big points from number two tonight. Yeah, 17 big points after struggling the last two games. Very good job. He let the game come to him after it hadn't been coming to him the last couple games. Props to him on being patient, not forcing things tonight. I feel like he shot the ball. Really well, obviously with 17 points, but he wasn't forcing anything. He was shot faking, dribble driving with layups and 10-foot jumpers. And he had a couple threes drop and hit the bottom of the net as well. So props to him. As Gallatin, again, 
58-39 to 39 is your final here from Jerry Vredenberg Gymnasium, Bobby Luna Court. This team, you know, there was a lot of, there was a lot of anxiousness uh, coming into tonight's game. You mentioned it on the broadcast. We just didn't know what Stewart's Creek was, who they were, what they offered, what they did well, what they didn't do well. Uh, but tonight, Gallatin showed that, you know, they're, they're a really good team, both along the perimeter and down low. I know that, you know, the big boys didn't fill up the stat sheet tonight with a lot of points. But I know rebounds-wise, they were there. Um, defensively, they were there. And when they had to make shots, they did make shots. And then running the floor, doing a really good job for a second game in a row, uh, having the big big man rim running. So I don't know uh, who gets credit on that. I don't know if Coach Luna gets credit on that. I don't know um, if Coach Good gets credit on that. I don't know if Coach Smith gets credit on that. I don't know if Coach Blendauer gets credit on that. I don't know who gets credit on that. But uh, the past couple games, the way the bigs have played, the way they've rim run, the way they've rebounded, and just overall, the way they played, I thought, you know, they've really helped Gallatin get to the 6-2 and two mark. Yeah, and like I said at halftime, I want us to see us play four complete quarters. Well, tonight I think we played three and a half. Yeah. We, we did start kind of slow in that third quarter. But when you beat a team in every single aspect of the game, offense, defense, uh, rebounding, uh, and we've done that tonight. As like I said, we – we had this game from the start as, as we started off hot. Started yeah. off hot and kept their foot on the gas pedal and, and never gave up. And proud of this team. And I'm already – it's cool to watch the progressions that we've already made. And yeah. You know they're going to continue to make more progressions and they're going to continue to get better and better and better as, as the season goes on. So I'm, I'm excited to see how far this team can actually go. Next Tuesday, back here at home against Lebanon, the team we've already played, and then the Friday after that, December 15th, on the road at Station Camp. So two big games uh, right here, kind of at the end of the year, Austin. Again, we've already played Lebanon, but they're going to come in here uh, probably a little bit more hungry uh, to try to steal one on the road. And then, of course, when you play Station Camp, whether it's here or at Station Camp, you know you're going to get the best of the best. Yeah, Lebanon's coming out for some revenge and, you know, whether we beat them by, I can't remember how much it was, but that doesn't matter. But the next game, they're going to come out looking for some, looking for some smoke. They're going to come out here and fire on all cylinders and do whatever they can do to keep it a game and give them a chance in the fourth quarter. But you know, outside of that Lebanon game, I'm, I'm really excited for us to go to Station Camp just because that used to be a district rivalry. And as we have spoken before, they may not be in the district anymore, but it's still a big time rivalry as it is for the Mayor's Cup in basketball. and It's going to be a, a loud atmosphere as it's a small gym, and that place is going to be packed. And I don't know anything about station camp this year. <laughs> I'll start doing my stat work uh, on Monday before we go there on Tuesday. Uh, I mean, excuse me, I'll, Thursday before we go there on Friday. But I'm anxious to see that game as there's a little more meaning behind those type of games where it just means more against a, an in-city rivalry. Austin, before we get out of here, man, you got any points to run down? Yeah, DeCosta Ricks, uh, 20 points, 6 rebounds. Kamari Watkins, 4 points, 2 rebounds. Maxwell Moore, 6 points, 4 rebounds. Logan Hessem, 6 points, 6 rebounds. So a lot of the scoring coming from the starters, RJ Crenshaw with 4. Uh, the only guy that scored off the bench was Maxwell Moore, but you can almost call him a starter as, as he's our sixth man and, and gets a lot of minutes for us. But other than that, man, good job by the Green Wave of Moving the ball around, our defense was exceptional tonight, holding them to, uh, well, what was it, 34, 38 points, keeping them under 40. Um, is an awesome job, and 
props to whoever coaches the defense, whether that's JoJo or, or Coach Luna. But uh, I hope we come out with this steam again against Lebanon. But other than that, Zach, my points are done, and um, I can't score from up here. So I'm, I'm going to leave that to the players. But other than that, another successful night on the radio speaking to our, our beautiful people that, that we can't see. But we know you're out there and you're beautiful. Final score here from Gallatin High School. Gallatin, 59, Stewart's Creek, 38. We hope you will join us in attendance next Tuesday when Lebanon comes to town. But if you can't, we hope you will tune in right here to the Green Wave Network on WHN Radio. For Austin Miller, I'm Zach Womble. We will see you next week. been listening to a special Sumner County High School sports presentation live and streaming worldwide on WHINradio.com WHINradio your local Sumner County High School sports broadcast leader